Welcome to the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. Here's your host, Megan Kendrick. Welcome back to the Spa Retailer Podcast. I am here with Linda Cahan, a longtime columnist for the magazine. And Linda's been talking a lot lately in the magazine about uh, experiential retail. Um, it's kind of an interesting idea, and it's something that I think we've seen and ex- all experienced in other stores. And so it's interesting to think about how it can be used in a hot tub setting. So welcome back, Linda. Thanks, Megan. So let's talk about experiential retail. It's, I guess it's hard for me to get wrap my head around um, seeing it in a small independent retailer versus, you know, a big department store with lots of, of money to spend on this kind of stuff. Well, I, I can understand why, but it's an experience obviously happens at every level. So it is honestly a buzzword you know every every few years the whole retail business comes up with something new if we weren't having experiences before I don't know what we were doing but (laughs) this is more about enhancing those experiences basically and this is something any retailer can do on any budget so for instance the more the, we remember experiences, the more of that our senses are engaged. So, you know, if we just see something, we might remember maybe 23% of it. If we see and hear something, we're going to remember 43%. And then if you can taste or touch something, you're going to get another 20%. So the more senses you add to an experience, the more people are going to remember it and remember your store. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because it doesn't have to be um, just a big ordeal or a big event. It, I mean, it can really just be little things that you do in your store every day to try to, like you said, make it memorable to people. Exactly. Exactly. What are a couple of those of those things that someone could add fairly easily to kind of help uh, hammer in that message that this is the hot tub store to, to buy from? Well, when you walk into a store, what are the first things you notice? Generally, um, again, you know, we're, we're animals, so we're going to notice the scent. And if it just sm- smells like chemicals or chlorine, that's memorable, but not necessarily in a good way. But the smells that people associate with relaxation and vacation are citrus smells or coconut beachy type smells. And then that would be spring and summer. And then in the fall, winter, apples and cinnamon. Um, These are the scents that people will respond to. And that can be done either through scent machines that send out little puffs or those bottles that have the sticks in them that just sort of subtly scent different areas. Um, Do not do Glade plugins, please. (laughs) We're not talking about Glade plugins here. Um, Okay. What's the the problem with Glade plugins? They're fake. The more you can do that is real, the more people will appreciate it. Okay. That's no, that's a good point. I think I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad you said that because I think, um, you know, that would be something that 
people would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, of course, they would. That's why all of a sudden it occurred to me. It was like, oh, yeah, that one at the Glade says fresh lime. Let's do this. And it's like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> the the smell of fresh, fresh baked cookies is probably the most popular scent you can do. But if you have that scent, you have to have the fresh baked cookies to go with it. The nice thing is if their hands get greasy, what are they going to do? They're not going to hurt a hot tub. Um, there's a retailer in Connecticut, Bob's Discount Furniture. And he has one of those um, little baking things right on the selling floor where the cookies are fresh baked. The scent wafts throughout the store. People are walking around eating these chocolate chip cookies very, very happily. The kids are happy. The adults are happy. There's like a little water machine next to it so they can have cookies and water. And this is furniture. And I, I asked them, how, you know, how does this work? I mean, people are getting their like greasy prints all over everything. And he said, we sell so much, it doesn't make a difference. And we sell floor samples and we just dry clean them. Yeah, that's great. And they are, uh, they went from like one store to many. Um, food is like a way of being gracious and inviting people into your home. It is literally a wonderful experience for anybody who can do gluten and sweets. <laughs> <laughs> and for many people who shouldn't and still do. <laughs> Does popcorn also count? That's a great question. And popcorn like totally works for me. I would like so much more prefer popcorn over a cookie. Um, so it, it just depends because you, the retailer, have to live with that scent also. <laughs> right. This is true. So, you know, for some people, the constant smell of popcorn might be annoying or it may be way too tempting. It, it depends. Um, it's funny. Popcorn is usually perceived as a, a lower price point. Yet, um, my Subaru dealership always has popcorn. Go to dealership always had popcorn. And it was pretty much the only thing that made waiting for an oil change tolerable before cell phones. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. You know, I, it, it, just, it just depends. I mean, the people who work there have to be on board for whatever scent, you know, the food is putting out. But, you know, yay for popcorn. Um, the other thing is sound. I mean, really having some music piped in and not so loud that you can't actually talk to anybody. Um, the fast music will make people move faster and that you don't want them moving faster in your store. But, you know, that's the, the fast music today is like, like electro music, you know, like, you know, some kind of electronic stuff. Uh, what was fast music is now called classic rock. <laughs> and really isn't fast enough to get people moving out of the store. In fact, they will tend to stick around until they hear the end of a song they like. And that works um, also, and I wrote this in a column for you about a store I went to, into that had a jukebox mounted to the wall, and it had like 50s, 60s, 70s hits, and it was free. And I would not leave until I heard my song played. 
So it cost me about $36 <laughs> buying something I had no need of. But I, I did hear that song. I don't remember what it was, but it was certainly important at the time. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's something people that people love to have the choice of the music. I never, so. I never would have thought of as an option, but a, kind of a fun, interactive thing for your customers if you can swing it. Yeah, yeah. And if you have if you have a much more upscale store, um, upbeat classical, really class. Nothing says expensive like classical music, <laughs> but the people who are shopping there are fine with that. And it doesn't have to be, <laughs> you know, um, that dirge like classical. It it really should be. You know, kind of, sure. <laughs> you know, a little, a little bit more like classical dance music. <laughs> We're talking waltz and, you know. <laughs> so what about the final sense, touch? Everything really has to stay clean. Dust the plants as well. Shake out the towels once in a while and get the dust out. I mean, people are really sensitive to dust. And I think, too, I mean... This is such a, a tactile thing. I mean, people are going to be touching your hot tubs. They're going to be getting in your hot tubs. They're, you know, it's a very, um, you know, they may be doing a wet test. And so, yeah, that sense of touch is something not to be overlooked for sure. Right. And, and, um, well, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but the cleanliness extends to the bathroom. I mean, super, super important. Um, the other, the other thing would be uh, having some natural elements in the store. People react to natural elements. They they know when something is real. So if you have a ge geode, um, some rocks or slate or real ferns, anything that can live in low light. Uh, having anything real actually does make a difference to people. They, they feel it. They, they do know the difference. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably true. And maybe that's also why, you know, there's the no uh, Glade plugins allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> what are a few experiential things that retailers can do that might not cost them too much? hosting an outdoor living design expert to give a lecture and so maybe have a you know a screen with slides to show examples of what he or she is talking about and how to incorporate a spa into the backyard backyard outdoor living area and what you do in terms of uh, plantings and um, sun protection and how to make the whole outdoor living area be beautiful so it, especially if you carry furniture or any kind of uh, hearth products. I mean, you do want to promote the whole outdoor living category and getting an expert in is, you know, not expensive and generally will bring in at least 15 or 20 people and maybe more, you know, it's, it's like a free event that could be interesting to them. And then they, they shop and you give them a discount uh, if they buy something that day. That's a really great idea. And I think that um, the idea of 
getting people to start thinking about their outdoor living area, including a hot tub and making that a part of the whole scene is, is such a good idea. The other thing is if you do that, if you do host that person, tape it and show it on your website afterwards and make sure you keep you know, publishing the contact number for the website, for the outdoor expert, so that that person, so you don't have to pay that person, that person just gets tons of free publicity. Do you need them to be, I mean, do they have to be a well-known person or can it just be a local person who has some expertise? It could be a local person with expertise and you just get someone who knows what they're writing to kind of pump them up. (laughs) Okay. I mean, this person has installed over 500 you know outdoor living areas for such and such a place or this person has been called in to do this this and this for these types of homes or you know something where if it's written well they could be basically a local person okay all right well that's great i mean they don't have to bring in someone from hgtv then so that that's good no, the, you're going to have to pay the HGTV, I can't even say it, HGTV people. Uh, no, you want people you don't have to pay. They, they just want the exposure. Okay. All right. Great. I mean, so we've, we've touched on a lot of, of great things as far as adding sensory experiences, um, you know, hosting an event. Um, what are some other maybe little inexpensive things that someone can do in their store um, to make it more memorable? Well, most spa stores have a water taste, a water testing bar. What if that was a water testing bar where you actually have uh, coffee, tea, water, maybe some cider, you know, in, in fall and winter? Um, maybe you just build a little table off of your water testing bar and give people the whole bar experience. It, that way, basically, you're you're sort of set up somewhat already, and people will sort of, I think, will might respond to the fact that you know, hey, you're at the bar. Would you like something to drink while you're here? Yeah, absolutely. And if you end up doing, you know, popcorn or um, or cookies, uh, that can be in the same area. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the few places where someone could potentially be waiting in line. I mean, I think in most hot tub stores, you know, people will be helped right away. But a lot of times, there is the only one water testing area, and on the weekends or you know during certain times of year, that area can get really busy. So it's nice to give them something to do and make them feel like they're taken care of, even if they're just waiting in line. Exactly, it's crowd control (laughs) give them something to do I I agree maybe you know like share stories over the water cooler (laughs) (laughs) there you go um all right great well I think that is a great tip to end on um especially since it's something that you know like you said pretty much everyone has and can implement uh but thank you for for talking through some of these ideas with us um it's it's nice to know that you can do some of these things and make that give people that experience without spending a lot of money or having to be, you know, Neiman Marcus. <laughs> Definitely. Every retailer at every price point with every budget can create great experiences for their customers and it can just start with a smile. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Linda. That is it for our episode. Thanks for having me, Megan. We are going to take a little summer hiatus on the Spa Retailer Podcast. 
We will be back in August with new episodes. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, and we will be back before you know it. You've been listening to the Spa Retailer Podcast. You can download previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or at sparetailer.com slash podcast. Be sure to download the Spa Retailer app where you can also listen to the podcast and get access to all the magazine articles as well as exclusive content.